Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Stay tuned. On today's podcast, I'm talking about two key transferable accounts payable skills and what career moves you can make with them. Also, do you think there are no high-tech positions in AP? Think again. So welcome to episode 21, two key transferable accounts payable skills. There are career paths that can lead to or stem from an accounts payable position. Many of the different tools and training required for an accounts payable position are similar to other positions that you may be willing to branch into. A variety of accounting, management, customer service, or procurement positions have overlapping skills and requirements. This makes it an easier jump from one position to the other. That's actually how my journey into accounts payable started. It came after 15 years in general accounting and financial reporting roles with six years of accounts receivable sprinkled in. And then I got a controller's position and that position had oversight over accounts payable, although it was a regional um, office. So we had centralized accounts payable and we just keyed in our uh, invoices for our, um, our office. And so, I then went and I kind of fell into a an accounts payable manager role because it was needed and as a matter of fact I started um, I volunteered to build an accounts payable team and I built that team ran it for a couple of years and then I moved to a fortune 15 company where all of the accounts payable functions were split and so when I started focusing on vendors because I took the vendor role, I felt like I had found my place in this world. And so you can see that I kind of took a roundabout way to get to accounts payable. And when we examine the different educational disciplines that are involved with an accounts payable position, we can gain a greater understanding into why there are so many avenues to take. So a bachelor's or an associate's degree in business, accounting, payroll accounting, finance are a great leg up amongst the competition as it relates to filling this important role. 
Though a degree or a certification may be a requirement for most companies, there are exceptions to the rule. And one example of an exception is being hired in at an entry-level position and being trained from within to fill an accounts payable position as one becomes available. And this is particularly true for small companies. Lower level positions that only require a high school diploma and a certain level of hands-on experience and because smaller companies have smaller volumes of accounts payable, it's a place to learn accounts payable um, with that uh, lower volume. And you'll also, because there are a limited number of employees, you'll also do more functions within accounts payable versus a larger company where those functions are broken up, which means you'll learn more. Now, I did it the educational way. I earned a BA in English and because I did not want to teach, um, I asked myself if I wanted fries with that and so I didn't. So I went back and I got a, an MBA in financial management and then again as I talked about before, I went through accounting, I went through finance and then I uh, came into accounts payable. And when I came into accounts payable, I quickly learned that there were organizations out there that granted certifications. And so I got a couple of certifications and I actually am going to um, put a link to my first ever putting the AP and Happy podcast because it was done during um, AP Career Week in 2018. And I listed and I, I talked about and then I listed the um, accounts payable organizations that offer certifications. And I'll put those links in the show notes. And so now let's talk about the two transferable AP skills. And these are two important skills that any of the um, careers that we're going to talk about require. Um, those would be being good with numbers and knowing how to work effectively with customers. So when it comes down to getting a job, these two skills might not be as much of a factor as say a degree or a certification. However, both of these skills will determine how efficient, how effective, and how successful you become at reaching the best outcomes for the situations that come and go during the workday. Working with numbers. So if you're good with numbers, if you enjoy working with numbers, that part of the position will be far simpler than for those people who are not um, good with numbers who tend to struggle. It doesn't mean that a person that struggles with numbers cannot do the positions, but it'll be far more difficult and taxing. And if you're working with them all day long and you struggle with them, it's not going to be a good fit um, for you personally because you just won't enjoy your work. Now, the second skill, working with customers, I want to put this one in context of other positions that you can transfer these skills to. 
So if you are good working with customers, you'll prove to be more successful at working with vendors to pay off your employer's debt, and that's accounts payable, uh, with customers to pay their debts on time, and that is accounts receivable, also with getting better deals from vendors for their products or services. And that is something that procurement positions handle. Now, if you are good working together with the vendors, with multiple um, groups or stakeholder groups, and you are able to find solutions for issues, that is a required skill for management positions. See how great customer service skills can save a company a good deal of money at the end of the day, no matter if you're working your way into or coming out of an accounts payable position. This skill, when polished, plays a crucial role in any growth a business wishes to achieve. And as a manager, I can tell you that a good customer service team member is worth their weight in gold. A great example is in accounts payable, vendor maintenance. There are companies today that are going through the implementation of a vendor self-registration portal. And as they're going through that um, implementation, the key or one of the bigger efforts is go live and getting those vendors to uh, understand how to use the product in the first place. And if they have any issues, or even if your internal team members have issues with that new portal, they're going to call into your help desk and you need to uh, have uh, great customer service team members that can, one, calm them down if necessary, two, identify what their issue is, and three, resolve it for them. And that does take someone with excellent customer service skills because on the other end of that phone is a human and the better they are to work with that human, the better experience it is all the way around and the better it reflects on the company. Okay, so the question is, are you in or out of accounts payable? If you're looking to advance into an accounts payable position, examine whether or not you have the right tools for the job. What level of experience do you have? What education or certifications do you hold? Um, do you have good customer service skills? Do you enjoy working with numbers all day long? Now, a great resource you can use is the Robert Half's Salary Guide for 2019. Um, that guide will provide more information on accounts payable skills, titles, and salaries. And I'll put a link to that uh, Robert Half's Salary Guide in the show notes. 
So looking at Robert Half's salary guide for 2019, there are some in-demand technology skills that I think will surprise you for accounts payable. Now, you do have the expected cloud-based uh, system experience, such as uh, NetSuite or Workday. You've got the skill set of enterprise resource planning systems, so ERPs such as SAP or Microsoft Dynamic. Of course, you have Excel because you're always working with Excel to export data and put them into usable reports or charts or pivot tables. Also have on the list artificial intelligence and robotic process automation. So if you thought that high tech skills were not required for accounts payable, think again. So let's switch over and look uh, at what Robert Half says about sought after soft skills. So adaptability and flexibility, commitment to continuous learning, leadership qualities, a strong work ethic, and of course, verbal and written communication abilities. Switching over to look at salaries in uh, accounts payable, and actually these salaries for um, their three positions listed here can be AR or AP. And so looking at a clerk's level, it the range is from 31,750 to 51,500. At the mid range, which is specialist, it it is $40,750 up to $70,000 and then the manager level is the four is at uh, $48,250 all the way up to $101,000. And so there you have it. You have the technology Okay folks, so there you have it. In demand technology skills in demand soft skills, average salaries for a entry level, mid-level management position for accounts payable. But if you are looking to step out of an accounts payable position and any um, and into any of the ones I mentioned, such as AR or procurement, Take stock of what you've learned in accounts payable, identify what is transferable, and you may be surprised at how many skills and tools you already have at your disposal and qualifying for those positions. For me, accounts payable was it. I took it to manager and then I took it a step after that and now i help accounts payable teams protect the vendor master file from fraud that is my chosen career path and my calling thanks everyone i hope you enjoyed the 21st episode of putting the ap and happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud don't forget to check the show notes for the links to the podcast episode one to learn about accounts payable organizations that issue AP certifications and also for a link to the Robert Half Salary Guide for 2019. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you choose to listen. 
stay happy.